Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to create a first class case study. So I think when you're going about creating a case study to impress potential clients or you're trying to sell your your product, I think the first thing is having data that stands out, whether it's data that you have internally. Ideally, it's internally, but you can pull data from other sources too if you want them. Just make sure that you're citing them. But the data always bolsters your case studies. Um, and it, it, it just adds more credibility once you're being specific about the numbers. Because if you're just talking theory all the time, you're talking high-level stuff, that's not really going to impress people. It's not really going to drive them further down the funnel. So I only have one thing, and then I'll let you do the rest of the episode <laughs> or give the feedback. All right, so I've done a lot of A-B tests on case studies, and here's what I found to drive the best quality of leads. You're not going to get the most, but you're going to get the highest quality leads, which should cause you to get the most revenue. Start your case study with what you ended up doing. So I usually start off with, uh, like, let's say if you do their SEO or whatever it may be. All right, then that's what the case study is going to be around. So imagine you're doing your SEO firm. Then I would start off with at the first part of the testimonial, I mean, the case study, I would talk about the results. So now that you know what you've done, the first section would be like um, the headline could be Neil took me from $600,000 a year to 15 million, whatever, I'm making up the number. And then you put the quote by whoever. Then you show a graph of what you did. Then you talk about the problem, the results, and then you get into the solution. And the solution typically is every little thing that you've done for them. So you would break down, hey, I did for on-page SEO, I did these changes. I did link building. Then I got into uh, A-B testing the title tags to get more clicks from Google, whatever it may be. And you don't just take screenshots but you actually break down what you did and you show them how they can do it too. Cause then people are like, wow, this is actually actionable. This guy's not making up this case study, it's real. And then I end the case study with, after I break down everything you've done, then I go into, hey, check out this client's testimony and be like, do these results seem too good to be true? Well, watch this video. And then the video is of the person just giving you a raving testimonial. And then from there, you can link to other related case studies then from there, you can talk about your strategy, your core values, et cetera, and why you guys are amazing and what makes you different. And then you can be like, want to work with us, put in your name, email, et cetera, break down the form fields into multiple steps. So if you're doing name, email, phone number, business name, company size, revenue, et cetera, you want to ask all at once, you make them put in their name and email, and then they click continue. And then not the whole page loads, but just the form fields change out to like maybe phone number, company name, revenue, URL, et cetera. So you make the forms multiple steps. And by doing this, you'll collect the most amount of relevant leads. I know that's a really long case study, but keep in mind, it first starts off with what you did, not necessarily writing that in text, but what you did as an SEO. If you did SEO, then you create a case study just purely around SEO. You don't want to have a case study about SEO, pay-per-click, social media, et cetera, all in one. It gets too convoluted. 
I've tested that as well. You can get leads for really large corporations doing that because it shows you're all in one, but you don't get enough leads. I found that it's more profitable to break down each case study based on a specific tactic. So it's just SEO. You can talk about the strategies you use within SEO, but that case study should only be about SEO. So that way when someone listens or reads it and they're looking for SEO, they're much more likely to convert into a lead. You know, there's a really good example of a case study from conversion rate experts. And I think it was it was either for, for Crazy Egg or maybe it was for another company. But if you go to conversion-rate-experts.com, their case studies are really good. They're very long. They're very in-depth and they're well-designed. If you're looking for really good presentation or you know PDF designers, Neil, where do you go to find these great people? Dribble, D-R-I-B-B-B-L-E.com. Uh, you can also check out 99designs, but I found that Dribble works way better. And I actually learned this from them because they were, I was a customer of theirs. I was paying them $20,000 a month. They were giving us CRO services. They made us probably, I don't know, like extra 100 200%, whatever it was in additional revenue, or at least that's what their case study was on. And it was true. I forgot what the number was. And not only did they create the case study that was long and detailed and it showed exactly what they did step-by-step and why, but then they also filmed video testimonials of both me and my co-founder, and then they added that into their site. So by combining it all, they were able to create an amazing case study that not only got a lot of press, but it generated leads as well. All right. And the other item is, I guess a question for you, Neil, would be typically with case studies, are you leaving them open or are you gating them? Are you requiring an email sign up? What does that look like for you and why? I just leave them open. That way they're indexable. I try to rank for the company's name too, that the case study is around. And I just have lead capture forms at the very bottom. But keep in mind, thorough. Thoroughness is what drives the most qualified leads. The key is not getting a lot of leads, it's getting quality leads. Perfect. So I think this one's pretty brief. There's not a lot to add to this. Check out conversion rate experts. And then I would also say, if you're in the agency world, you can look at your your top competitors, look at what their case studies look like. Not saying you need to emulate exactly what they have, but it at least gives you some ideas that you can you know craft into your own, your own template. Uh, Neil, anything else to add before we hop off? More thorough, the better. When it's not thorough, people feel like the case study's bullshit and they don't really do anything with it. All right, that's it for today's episode. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.